This is KUOW. I'm Kim Malcolm. Thanksgiving is here. Yay! For many of us, it's a chance to enjoy favorite foods with favorite people, even you, Uncle Frank. What's not to like? Well, maybe not that feeling an hour or so after chowing down when you wish to goodness you had not had that third helping of stuffing. For some tips on how to avoid gut busting during this and all holiday feast times, we reached out to Dr. Chris Damon. He's a gastroenterologist at the University of Washington School of Medicine and the editor of a gut health blog. It's called gutbites.org. And he joins me now. Dr. Damon, thank you in advance for this hopefully preventative call. Well, thanks so much for having me on, Kim. It's a pleasure to join. It's great to have you. Well, Thanksgiving, it's a personal holiday for a lot of us with memories of certain dishes that bring us comfort. I'm wondering, do you have any favorites? Well, I'll tell you, it hasn't always been my favorite, but I've grown to love turnips. Uh, And I can remember as a kid, my mom shoveling them down my mouth and then thinking that they were just kind of bitter mashed potatoes. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) adult taste buds, I guess, grow up. And now turnips are one of my favorites. Well, I just want to say you have that in common with KUW's Trish Murphy. She's talked about turnips are her deal at Thanksgiving. So uh, I'll say gravy is one of mine. And and so that brings me to maybe the sciencey part of our conversation. We know that higher fat foods, it takes our bodies longer to digest them. And there's so many of them right now. The cream, there's the butter, all those pies, the stuffing, all of it. Tell us what's happening in our gut as we eat heavier, richer food than we might normally eat. Absolutely. So the sort of gravies that have animal fats and and butters, etc., these will slow down digestion and absorption of uh, the calories that you consume. And it's through many different mechanisms. One is just your stomach empties slower, but they also slow the transit of uh, the food through the rest of the GI tract as well. And they're a bit of a double-edged sword. On the one hand, they help temper absorption of sugar into your blood so that your blood sugar spikes less. On the other hand, fats have higher caloric density. So gram for gram, you're getting more calories with fat than you are with either carbs or protein. Okay, thanks for that. So given that we're going to eat these rich, heavier foods, what can we do to balance our digestion and still enjoy what we want to enjoy? Balance is such an important concept. Generally, some of the worst offenders for feeling super full and groggy after a meal actually come from simple carbohydrates. So that would be things like juice, but also uh, potatoes and bread and stuffing and rolls. And the best way to temper the impact of those simple carbohydrates is to eat them, uh, like you say, with a balance of other foods. And one of those uh, foods are high fiber foods. That would be things like green beans, salads, turnips, beans, uh, nuts, seeds. But also protein and fat can help mitigate absorption of the sugar from those carbohydrates. So balance is absolutely critical. And I'm, I'm glad that you highlighted that. Okay, great. So a balanced plate is going to going to help you out there. When it comes to overeating, it seems to me that's a very subjective area. But do you have any tips for us to avoid it? And how not great we feel afterwards? <laughs> you know what, I think there are some times where it's okay to indulge and Thanksgiving tends to be one of those. But If one does want to prevent overeating, which I think is a a wonderful goal all the time, 
there are some simple tricks. There's a concept in Japanese culture referred to as hara ichibu, which is eat until you're 80% full.、Mm. Uh, because it does take some time for your brain to register how much food that you've had. So 80% ends up becoming more than sufficient. One other thing you can do is,、uh, as you're saying, balance、uh, foods. So high fiber foods can help make us feel full sooner and feel less groggy afterwards. Um, and also, drinking liquids with our meals can make us feel more full in a good way. That takes me to alcohol, which plays a big role for、uh, <laughs> quite a few folks、uh, around the dinner table. What role does alcohol play in how our body is digesting food? So, alcohol, through several different ways,、uh, impacts、uh, blood sugar levels. If folks have diabetes, it's actually really important to check with your doctor because it can interfere、uh, with how. Different diabetes medications metabolize blood sugar.、Mm. But one of the ways it does that is there's an enzyme that your body makes called amylase. And amylase is less effective when there's alcohol present, which means the starches and carbohydrates that we eat tend to be absorbed less as well. That's not the only impact, though. When alcohol is absorbed、uh, into the liver, It's preferentially metabolized by the liver, meaning the liver is producing less sugar for the blood. And so, through a couple different mechanisms, it can cause a decrease in our blood sugar levels.、Hmm, interesting. Well, Dr. Damon, there's so many questions that we hear about、uh, how best to eat at Thanksgiving. Let me just ask you a few here in just a lightning round. So, first of all, does what time you eat make a real difference? It does. It's really important to time our eating with our circadian rhythms.、Ah. Uh, and that's our body's natural body clock.、Uh, so, not eating super late, midnight snacks, probably not a good idea. Okay. But if you eat at like midday or late afternoon, that's fine for sleeping? Absolutely perfect. Okay, great. Does walking off a meal help you at all? 100%. Some really fascinating research showing that even two to five minutes of walking right after a meal. Uh, will dramatically decrease your blood sugar levels. So you have less of a spike. Okay. And how about dessert? I mean, do you need to wait? Some people just want to get right in there and get the whole thing done after they've eaten the savory courses. Should you wait? Should you wait a little bit before you get the pie? Well, I'll tell you from a health standpoint, if you want to mitigate the impact of the blood sugar, it's best to have it immediately after the meal、mm. uh, because the rest of the meal will balance it、uh, in a better way. You also will tend to eat less of the dessert because you'll be more full. Ah, interesting. Okay. Well, let me take us now to the end of the day after we've made all our choices. So, a lot of us love a Thanksgiving nap, you know, if we can get one, if we don't have to do the dishes. Any suggestions for when it's safe to go to sleep after a full day of hopefully balanced feasting? Absolutely. What determines when it's best to sleep is when the stomach is emptied. People that are prone to heartburn and reflux disease, it's best to wait at least three hours because it takes that long for the stomach to empty completely.、Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, Doctor, thank you so much for all of these tips to get us through a hopefully a, a healthy feast during Thanksgiving this year. Well, thanks, Kim. It's been a pleasure to be on the show and、uh, wishing you and listeners a happy Thanksgiving. That's University of Washington professor Dr. Chris Damon. You can check out his blog at gutbites.org.